everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened. Uh, it's been a, a fun week. It's been a good holiday. I hope everybody's had a happy new year. Welcome to 2022. Like I said, we'd be back and uh, we've got some interesting topics to walk through today. Um, so before we get into all that, make sure you guys are following us everywhere. We just started a getter. We didn't really even know what getter was until we looked into it and it's so far been pretty cool. So make sure you're following us there. Uh, obviously, we're still on Facebook for now. YouTube, Rumble, uh, make sure you go to aga.network and all our videos and content will always live there safely. Um, so I'm Josh, back with Rob, back with Nate, and um, you guys ready to rock and roll into 2022? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, Rob, why don't you let everybody know how to become an insider real quick, and then we'll do a rundown of the show. So you can text AGA, the three letters, AGA to 330-619-4497. That's 330-619-4497. You do that, you become an insider. We've got lots of great things going on with our insiders, uh, and uh, it'll ask you a couple questions on being a part of what we're doing. And we will be sending out this year, we'll be sending out updates via text. So you can get, you can know when we've got something new that's about ready to drop. And if we were doing that today on what we're about to talk about, uh, I, we would send out a text that would royally just tick you off. And so uh, to lead into <laughs> what's going on with leaders around the world, that's what we would text out today if we were doing it to you today. Yeah. So this first story we want to talk about, well, first we'll just do a quick rundown. So we're going to talk about world leaders and kind of the uh, authoritarian things that are happening. We're going to look specifically at France and uh, thanks to Nate for bringing that to our attention this morning. And then we're going to kind of flow into what Joe Biden said yesterday after his um, COVID response team had a meeting and he did a little like press conference or whatever you want to call it. And there's a lot of <laughs> the clips will be great. Uh, and then we've got some clips that uh, the, the world famous uh, Joe Rogan podcast with uh, Dr. Robert Malone. If you guys don't know, I think we've mentioned him before. Robert Malone is one of the original inventors of the mRNA technology. Um, and we'll probably do more backstory on yeah. him and, and some more stuff. But just to give you a quick intro on that. And then uh, after that, we're going to wrap things up talking about something that California school systems implemented last year. I don't know. This one kind of slipped under the radar, um, but it's just interesting to think about what could be happening in your kids' schools if you're not paying attention. Yeah. So, uh, Nate, why don't you talk to us or give us a little rundown first on this uh, stuff happening in France? Yeah, so you got Emmanuel Macron, who comes out. And he's the president? Yeah. Okay. Yep. He's your, he's your man in charge. And um, he goes on, he gives some... Uh, Great quotes, really. Just great quotes. <laughs> so his goal is to piss off those who refuse to get the jabs by blocking them from restaurants, sports centers, travel, and other services and venues. He also goes on to say, and we will continue to do this to the end. This is the strategy. Yeah, and, and it says the bitter end. Yep. <laughs> the bitter yeah, end. So you have a president an elected official leading a country who said his sole goal is to piss off the un, the unjabbed yep. and we're going to do this to the bitter end. How in the world can this not cause an uprising? Yep. He referred to the unvaccinated people in France as non-citizens. Yes. And the report here says that that's referring to 5 million unvaccinated citizens in France as non-citizens. 
Yep. And I guess if you think about it, that's basically what the administration is saying about unvaccinated people in America without being so, I don't know, straight up about it. Like they're really, it, it's an, it's a class of non-citizens. Right. That, that's what they're, they're drawing the line to say, if you are not listening to our propaganda and you're not doing this step, then you will not be able to participate in society. That's what we see in New York city. That's what we're seeing in other big cities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chicago, the, the murder capital of the country, uh, but you can't go into a McDonald's without your, you know, your COVID passport. So I, it, what we're seeing though, is the, the emboldening, I believe of these, of these leaders. And, uh, and I didn't have time to look before I come before I came on the show, but I think that France was part of the G seven, right? I, I'll have to check. I'll Google it here. But uh, but it's very interesting that that they're so emboldened now that you have to get the vaccine or you are literally a lower class citizen. As we we have seen in history, uh, if there's if there's a liberty somewhere, uh, they'll fight for those people that are that are being discriminated against. My only concern is as we go on in the show today, we're going to find out that our own leadership <laughs> believes this. Yeah. Um, Nate, I think you still have the full story up about Mm -hmm. this and everything he said. Anywhere in his quotes, did he say anything about the vaccine being used as a strategy to stop the COVID outbreak or to save lives or any of that other, you know, garbage that they've been shoving down our throats? The article just mentions it's all connected to the health pass. Okay. Of course. Of course. Okay. So get the pass. So they want to Quote, quoting him, want to piss off the unvaccinated people, and they will. Do, he will do so until the bitter end. Nothing to do with COVID. It has that, nothing to do COVID, with COVID. COVID is the optimal. We read that you know about the yes. World Economic Forum that that COVID is the opportunity, the opportunity to be able to implement what they've been trying to do. And by the way, the G seven does include France. Okay. okay. Um. And and so so shocker. All yeah, shocker. All the people that were in. Uh, the G7, you know, right at the beginning of 2021, when they had their when they had their summit, uh, all of those presidents of countries are going hardcore on this. And of course, America is a little bit behind because we still have guns, but the rest of them are going hardcore and literally taking away citizenships and torturing their people because it doesn't being unvaccinated does not fit their agenda. And if this was about the majority being safe or anything like that, or herd immunity or whatever, it goes on to say approximately 90% of those eligible for the vaccine have taken their jabs while a small minority continues to resist the shots. 90% have done what they want you to do. Right. And it's not stopping anything. No, no, because it's not about, it's not about COVID. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where you had that thing with Antarctica. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're all vaccinated. They wanted to take every precaution because they're out there in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and they're all still getting COVID. So it's just like those, uh, you see the stories about the cruise ships or, you know, these different places where nobody was allowed into the venue or on the boat or whatever, if they weren't vaccinated. And then they have a mass outbreak of COVID. Well, you know, an unvaccinated person didn't bring it into the situation because they weren't allowed in there in the first place. Right. Yep. It's, it's clear. It's clear. Common sense. It's clear. But all of this nonsense is just for the agenda and, and for a president, uh, an elected, I won't say duly elected cause who knows, but you know, same with our country, right? Yeah, right? But, but an elected president who represents millions of people to say, 
uh, I'm going to war with you. That's what he's saying. We're going to war with you to the bitter end till we get the jab in your arm. Uh, that's our goal as a country. And he's elected. Mm-hmm. I That to me, that, that the citizens, and maybe they are, we'll have to research it, but the citizens of France, um, I mean, we, we have to, it's, it's almost speechless, but we have to just say, this is not okay. We have AOC in Florida without a mask. You know, she's forcing everybody in Manhattan to wear a mask. She goes to Florida to a drag bar uh-huh. and is not wearing a mask. And she says, uh, it doesn't matter, right? I'm not, I'm not, it's just like Nancy Pelosi getting her hair done without a mask in California. Yeah. The, the ruling elite are, are implementing their agenda on the, on the populace of the world to directly implement their agenda that is completely, completely false in every way. Mm-hmm. The AOC thing is funny though. If nobody heard that story, <laughs> she basically came out and said, the only reason people have a problem with this because I'm so hot. Oh yeah. And, and, and they just, they <laughs> just want me. So, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, no. weird. Yeah. Say something just like that. No, um, but but it's just it's it's completely out of the realm. And so the my concern about all of it is, I mean, there's lots of concerns, but one of my concerns is they're they're coming out so boldly about all this, and I think that people are actually thinking this can't be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that. Like like it can't be that the French president just declared war on five million people in his country and said, I'm going to, we're going to make your life miserable until you comply with what we're doing. I mean, no, there's world wars that were started over this kind of thing. You know, we we have the link. We'll put it in the show notes. Like go look, go read it for yourself. Read it for read the comments for yourself. And again, notice he never mentions anything about what the vaccine is supposed to be used for, which is preventing COVID. It's just about compliance. Exactly. That's it. Yep. Exactly. So just, are we good with the yeah. macaron stuff? I didn't know. Well, I'm not good else. with it, but <laughs> I'm not good, good with it, but we're, we can move on. Have we discussed everything we wanted yeah. to discuss? Yeah, I think, I so. think so. Because now talking about how the, the vaccines are not stopping COVID the way they told us they would. Joe Biden did his uh, press conference yesterday after the COVID uh, response team met or whatever. It's getting so hard to follow all this <laughs> stuff anymore, but uh, here's yeah, just a couple clips that I thought were interesting. Um, We'll just just play this and then we'll talk about it. Omicron is very transmissible, transmissible variant, but much different than anything we've seen before. And but you can protect yourself and you should protect yourself, quite frankly. Get vaccinated. You can still get COVID. This continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And we're seeing COVID-19 cases among vaccinated in workplaces across America, including here at the White House. So there's no excuse, no excuse for anyone being unvaccinated. If you are vaccinated and boosted, you may get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is just I mean, come on. typical Biden. Oh my gosh, five different directions. It's it's a it's it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated, but all the vaccinated people are getting it. Even so. at the White House, yeah. He took the nicer Macron approach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now go get it, go do it. Go I, I, do I it. love it. You know you you need to get you need to get protected. And matter of fact, you should be protected. 
you can still get COVID. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks, I, Joe. You, you know, one of the great things is, is that they're actually understanding that their lies are not affecting the majority anymore. So yes. they actually have to say you could get COVID because forever, you know, we did MSNBC and all those people saying you couldn't get COVID if right. you were vaccinated. So now they actually have to say it because they know that their lies are getting pulled out by people like us and other media around, around the world. Well, yep. It, it's it's complete insanity and we're gonna obviously well, I got see one more. more i got just one more quick one that goes right into what you're saying about the lies and there is a serious messaging problem and these people are not communicating about the lies and and which direction are we going and people aren't believing this and so and so said that but just check this out please wear your mask in public don't wear a cloth mask cloth <laughs> masks are little more than facial decorations there's no place for them in light of omicron <laughs> I mean, you wonder why people don't know what to think anymore because you got, I mean, that clip uh, from CNN was from last week, I think. And then the, the and then Biden yesterday on January 4th comes out and says, wear a mask. Even if you're fully vaxxed. Right. Yeah. 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 Everywhere. Everywhere. Just do it. Just yep. do it. it. It is, it is amazing that presidents of countries are so controlled by this underbelly mm -hmm. of things going on that has nothing to do with their office. It's it's just crazy. It's wild. I mean, it really is. And I just oh, when I when I was listening to his his conference after that yesterday, I'm like, he's he's saying the opposite back and forth, back and forth the whole time. So I just like, yeah, let's put the clips together and just show it all back to back. Yeah, get vaccinated. They don't work, but they work. Get protected. You won't really be protected. Yeah. And he also goes in and talks crazy. about how, like, you know, if, if your kids aren't vaccinated yet, what are you doing? You need to get them vaccinated. It's the only way to protect them. They can still get COVID, but, and, and I'm just like, stop it. Yeah. Just it's, stop it. Yeah. We got teachers taking kids into their house and jabbing them. Isn't that crazy? I mean, did you see that article? No, I did not. There yeah. was a report a teacher actually took a student and injected them with the COVID. 17 years old. Where was this at? I believe it was New York. I could I, be wrong, I would say it had yeah. to be there in California. Check, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, we'll have to, but, but we read it yesterday. It was like, are you kidding me? Arrested now because of injecting, injecting a minor without a, and it without said, cause. Quote, they did, they did not know where she obtained the vaccine from. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, I mean, it's, you can't make it up. You gotta, you gotta laugh. And I think that's the difference between a lot of people right now is, there are still a, a large amount of people who have a sense of humor that uh. can look at the absolute wickedness going on and just say, wow, it's just so, just so ridiculous. You got to chuckle a little bit. And, and that is what it is. Ridiculousness. Yeah. It, all over the place. Wow. But, uh, but yeah, so, so a teacher takes a kid and injects them without their long Island, long <laughs> Island. There you go. <laughs> okay. She was arrested. Note. Well, don't you think you should be? Number one, where'd you get the vaccine? Yeah. <laughs> Number two, injecting a minor. Number three, you're just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, again, I'm not a medical professional, but I thought it was the medical professionals who had to administer medicine. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I can't yeah. write my own scripts, but <laughs> at least I didn't think I could. <laughs> Maybe we All should. rules are off. It's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a post-it note. <laughs> To your oh. local pharmacy. You can He'll just whatever. hand you a vial of it. There yeah, yeah right. Oh, man. Well, maybe she thought she was going to get some sort of financial incentive for administering the, uh, the vaccine.
which is kind of what the next topic is we want to talk about. So I'm just trying to segue. I could, I, yeah, I could, I could have went three other ways with the with the <laughs> teachers union on that one. I'm yeah. still scrolling through articles. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> it, uh, but I'm sure by now most people have at least heard somebody talking about uh, Dr. Robert Malone being on Joe Rogan's podcast. And I tell you what, Joe Rogan is we got to be pretty thankful that he's doing what he's doing because he has a humongous audience, mm-hmm. millions of people. And and we were talking yesterday, greater than all the major networks, greater mm-hmm. than. Yeah. I saw a breakdown of his influence and it compared him to like Fox, MSNBC, you know, NBC, everything. And his was millions above all mm-hmm. of those platforms. And, and he, he, he just asked questions. Yep. Like, he, he's doing what a lot of these quote unquote, you know, fake journalists don't do. He's at, he's just asking questions. Yeah. Well, it's hard to ask a question when every morning you get your text, that tells you what you're supposed to talk about. Right. So right. Um, it's hard to ask questions because it would take them off of their, off of their talking points for the day. But he's asking tough questions to many people and getting answers. And the reason why Twitter's shutting him down in other places, which is why he went to get her and all that stuff. But the reason why is because he's asking answer. He's asking for answers from the people that should be able to give them to him. And they're answering honestly, which goes against the talking points. That's yes. why, that's why his audience is growing. And like what you said with Biden and these other world leaders, they're back and forth, back and forth. Now, Joe Rogan has had three doctors on within the last week or two. Mm-hmm. And they're all saying pretty much the same exact thing. So I think they are saying the same thing just from their own background. So their own experience, whatever their training was, I mean, they're talking from that perspective. I'm a cardiologist. So I'll talk from that perspective, but they're all saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't let this near my family. That's what they're saying. Yep. (laughs) And a lot of them are, I mean, a lot of what they're saying too is why aren't we, why is nobody talking about early treatment and Mm -hmm. first of all, how to prevent COVID Right. Yeah. And then if you do get COVID, don't just sit at home and wait for it to get bad enough that then you have to go to the hospital. And then at that point, it's too late for these treatment methods. Yeah. Right. If they get treated early, then you might be sick for like, they were saying like maybe a day, day and a half, and then you're, you'd be all right. Yeah. Right. Like Dr. McCullough, who he had on a couple of mm-hmm. weeks ago mentioned uh, peroxide, gargling peroxide or iodine and these treatments that he does daily when he gets home or is it around people for a mm-hmm. long period of time and he has stayed away from it. What? gargle listerine yep yeah yeah just and he just talks about methods of i mean it's and it's not like it's these weird conspiracy theory medicines like it's basically just keeping your nasal passages clean yep and keeping your throat clean because he said once the virus gets from there to your lungs that's when you have trouble yep but if you can kill it while it's up north then then you're good yeah so but here (laughs) so here's dr malone not medical advice well, <laughs> we're not giving medical. I'm advice. just conveying what I've heard. I know. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. You're talking not, about a horse dewormer. Not, not a doctor. Not a doctor. Uh, so speaking of horse dewormer, Joe Rogan with uh, Malone here talking about, this was interesting because he, he kept mentioning uh, financial incentives for these hospitals and fi- and Joe asked him like three different times, like, uh, can we come back to that? And then he would start and then he would get off another tangent. And then finally Rogan's like, listen. We got to talk about these financial incentives. For all that stuff, all that noise that's inherent in the system. Now, you just glossed over the financial incentive um, to report a COVID death. What is that? 
what is the financial incentive? Because there's all these rumors that you would hear about what a hospital gets paid per COVID death and that the government gives them money and that they're incentivized to make something, market down. It's not rumors. It's not rumors. Um, Now, I don't have the specific numbers at the top of my head. I'm not a hospitalist. I'm not a hospital administrator. But the the numbers are quite large. There's something like a $3,000 basically death benefit to a hospital if it can be claimed to be COVID. There's a financial incentive to call somebody COVID positive. The CDC made a determination in year one. This is why all of our baseline data is junk. What is the financial incentive to say that they're COVID positive? That's why the PCR cycles are ramped up so high? I, again, you're asking causation. Right. I, I can tell you that the hospitals receive a bonus from the government. I think it's like 3000 bucks if someone is hospitalized and able to be declared COVID positive. They also receive a bonus. I think the total is something like 30000 in incentive if somebody gets put on the vent. Then they get a bonus if somebody is declared dead with COVID, COVID, okay? So they have an incentive at the front end to declare somebody COVID, a COVID case. The CDC made a determination that they, they were going to make a core assumption if PCR positive and you die, that is death due to COVID. So uh, bonus points. All around, right? Oh, my word. Yeah. Everybody gets their hands padded with some cash mm-hmm. if if COVID is a, is a determined in any, in any form. And we've even heard locally of, uh, you know, an accident victim that, that died clearly of a car accident uh, that was ruled as a COVID death. Um, and the doctor locally even said, are you kidding? Like, this is not right. But... So the hospital got paid for it. They had to list it as a COVID death so they could make the extra money. Right. It's that's it's disgusting. It is. It, it's it, horrible. It's, and it, but it explains why the early treatment isn't being talked about. Isn't a thing. Nobody wants to do early treatment because there's no incentive for that. So he didn't say, at least in that clip, he didn't say that they're getting incentivized per positive PCR test in, in a way he did, but he didn't say what they're getting compensated. Right. Um, but it's very interesting that, you know, the CDC came out last week and said quarantine goes from 10 days to five days with no extra, there's no details on that. It was just like, Oh, we're cutting it back uh, because it's shutting down the shutting down a lot of businesses, which is not, helping their their bottom line so cut it back whatever with the new variant but it's interesting that that's where it ended everybody changes their policies all the local hospitals change their policies now uh and all of that and now that they go meet with the president yesterday as covid response team and now they want you to have a negative covid test before you return to work in many cases that's a recommendation so they want you to test to be found out that you're positive. They also want you to be tested again. So if there is a financial gain for testing, then the CDC just again is requiring an extra test for you to go back to normal life, which somebody's getting paid for, I would assume from that conversation. Mm-hmm. So, so they're, they're saying all of that and saying we need to require more tests because it's going to make us more money. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it does explain a lot about the, the, the testing stuff never really made much sense. No, no, it didn't. And you can go to the store and buy one and scan it and, yeah. um, you know. And, and I've been listening to quite a few people talk about how the, the COVID tests actually are super flawed. They make no sense whatsoever because, like, for instance, I traveled out of the country, so I had to have a negative test to get on the airplane. But it had to be within three days of travel. So I got my test done on Thursday. I didn't travel until Sunday. Well, from the time I took my test on Thursday, which it came back negative. So on Thursday, when I took the test at 9 a.m., I was negative. But as soon as I left the hospital, I could have gone over to McDonald's and walked in and somebody could have coughed on me. Boom, I got COVID. Yeah. But I got my negative test results. Right. Right. So I walk onto the plane with my negative results, but I'm COVID positive. It just comes back to common sense. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. There is none. In that logic. No, there is none. more logic is, um, so today's January 5th. I believe today was kind of like the original deadline for everybody had to be fired if they weren't yeah. vaccinated, right? Yeah. But like these, uh, the CMS mandate for hospital workers and yep. things like that. So a lot of that stuff um, was executed. A lot of healthcare workers lost their jobs. Um, and now we know that hospitals have been told, at least locally in our area, I know that. Um, if you're vaccinated and you test positive for covid as long as your symptoms are not severe, you're supposed to come to work. Yeah. So the article, which we can link to, Fox 8 News reported this in Ohio. Summa Health Systems uh, said that employees can continue working with mild COVID symptoms. And they're actually calling people because they're so short-staffed. They're calling people to come back that had been fired because they didn't get the vax. And so... (laughs) They're so desperate now, they're actually telling those people to come back because, well, the mandate hasn't been enforced, right? It's hung up in court. But I find it very interesting that Suma, after firing all these nurses, are now so desperate for nurses that they're willing to let people that are COVID positive, even having some symptoms, to come in and work on patients. Yeah, because a lot of the opposition to, I know, because we were protesting the mandates here locally. Right. And, um, a lot of the opposition to that was, you know, if you care about patient health, you should be vaccinated or lose your job, whatever. If you're not going to protect your patients, go find another job. I heard a lot of that garbage. Um, I wonder what those people have to say now that the reports come out that hospital workers are being told, well, even if you have COVID and you're, even if you have symptoms, as long as they're mild, you need to be at work. Yeah. So, so people had to be fired over this virus and now all of a sudden they need to come to work even if they have it. Yeah. And, and to go back to 2020, these people are on the front lines. Yes. Right. They're fighting every single day to keep everyone safe. Then they come in with the mandate junk and fire a lot of people. And they were called selfish if they didn't get it. Exactly. (laughs) Selfish if they didn't get the vaccine. And now they're saying, even if you have COVID, come on in, we need workers that bad. Uh, the, it, it is complete craziness. And I know we've said that about every article that we've talked about today, but it is complete nonsense that you're telling people, oh, you didn't get the vaccine, so you're fired, but now we need you back because now you're in high demand. We need you back and we don't care what your vaccination status is. That's the same with NFL and everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to go pe- pull people off the streets that were on our practice squads in pre preseason. We're going to pull them off, let them play, even though they, they aren't vaxxed even though it's a league mandate, we're going to do it because if we don't, the Browns and Steelers aren't going to play on Monday night. And so we got to pull those people in. I remember when you used to be a hero in sports, if you played sick or injured, (laughs) isn't it ironic? Yeah, it it is. The flu game. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And and that I mean it's it's money. I mean the NFL is a great example because they they were sitting there going, man, it's you know it's week sixteen, week seventeen. We got the playoffs coming playoffs, around the corner. Yeah. The last thing that they need is to have you know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going into a key playoff game and all of a sudden Tom Brady can't play because he tested positive. Yep. Even if he's asymptomatic, but he's positive, by their protocol he wouldn't have been able to play in that game. Right. It, which, ru- it ruins playoffs, and now all of a sudden your your fan base of the NFL starts to de- deteriorate because it's like, well, this is stupid now. Yep. Right. So we see the hospitals are making decisions on money. The NFL is making decisions on money. Yes. I think that the old saying is true. Just follow the money. The money is what's dictating COVID-19 responses. The money is what's dictating how the policies are being run. Mm-hmm. And I believe even with Macron and or Macron and uh, and Biden, and it's it's all about the money. The billions that the, the industry is producing for testing, for vaccines, for yeah. all that. It's its a money game. And then you can be like AOC and yeah. live in New York, but then just travel to Florida and have freedom. Yeah. 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 You don't have to follow your care. own rules. Yeah. 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 So so for all of you supporters of AOC, uh, that you're at home in your house, not able to go to the go to the restaurant yep. and go to the go to the target down down the block. You can't go there because you don't well, you know, your leader that you elected is now down in Florida enjoying the sunshine and no mask <laughs> and going to fly back and tell you that you can't yep. go to school tomorrow. Yep. That complete hypocrisy uh, all across the board. Yeah, it's it's terrible. And um, you're right. Follow the money because, I mean, I can even you know, give my testimonial whenever COVID ran through our house in 2020. It was uh, June of 2020, so still kind of early on. But uh, my wife was uh, working the COVID floor right at our hospital, local hospital. And, uh, you know, she got a phone call from, I think it was from the health department one day said, Hey, you know, she had to, they have to test or whatever. I forget that situation, but they called and said, Hey, you tested positive. She was like, Oh, well, I, you know, I've kind of been feeling a little under the weather, but I didn't. Well, and that was it. It was stay home for 14 days or however long it was at the time and, and don't go anywhere. Don't talk to whatever. And, uh, not, not one word about how to treat it at home, anything to do like, to prevent a hospitalization. Like there was nothing. It was just, Hey, you tested positive. Don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was it. it. We were just kind of left on our own. We're like, well, right. You're going to have something to do like to, I don't, it was, it was very weird. Yeah. Let's, let's just wait till they come into the hospital asking for more treatment. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've heard a lot of that lately about there's been a, there, there, there's, do, they're doing studies uh, about kind of trying to fit, calculate the uh, unnecessary deaths. due to the lack of um preventative treatment yeah so so we have a cdc and and a leader um who is saying you know vaccination is the only uh stoppage to the virus like you know it's the only thing you can do fauci continues to say yet what if he came on and said if you are if you have a positive test these are the first 10 things you need to do now they may be saying that on the on the nbc5 nightly news because they're trying to save lives, but we're not seeing it from the leadership of the country. Um, however, illegitimate the leadership of the country to say, this is what we need to do to save lives, which means that I believe they're complicit in that. They know that people are going to die because they're not sharing the truth. And so there should be something done about that. Absolutely. There should be, but I mean, we saw, I know we didn't plan on talking about it, um, but Cuomo, Nothing, nothing happened in the nursing home scandal. Yeah. It it seems like the, the elites are able to skirt the law, go to Florida, (laughs) come back and be represented uh, in New York and Manhattan and be 
um, above the law. And that's exactly what an oligarchy is. It's a rule of a few. Do as I say, not as I right. do. Right. That, that's what they're doing. Yeah. And, and I believe that we're on the brink of losing the Republic. I mean, we, I think in some cases we already have, but we have, we have an electorate that has the power, at least at this point. And if we, if we don't run for office and get good people in office and support good people, um, we are going to miss our opportunity to, you know, they're talking about a global reset. Well, we just need to get back to the founding documents of our country yeah. and, uh, and believe that people are good. You know, that's the one thing I was, I was sitting in a, in a uh, meeting today um, before this. And, and one of the things that I noticed was the conversation was not about that in the, in the very beginning, when you meet somebody that the conversation about them or interaction with them is that they're a good person. I think that a lot of a lot of the population has been trained through the media to view everyone as an enemy, to mm -hmm. view everyone in a negative light when they first they don't even know them mm -hmm. and, and they're already looking down on them. And I think that that is, you know, you used to be able to form, formulate the opinion that you don't like that person or they're they're a dud by spending time with them and figuring out that they just lie all the time or whatever. Um, but when you when you go into a conversation already looking at someone from a negative light, then you're never going to find the positive of anything. Your, your whole conversation, your whole interaction is going to be negative. And we have that bad uh, starting point. I believe it's even taking over our schools. It's taking over everything to where people just go into conversations, assuming people are bad people. And that's against in that's an indictment against our media. That's an indictment against our administration that, you know, we have to get back to people are good because they are people are good. And, uh, and we have to agree with like, start off on that foundation. People are good. And maybe some people do bad things and that makes us not want to be around them, but we got to start mm -hmm. with that good foundation. Yeah. It's the, uh, innocent until proven guilty. You're good until you prove, prove to me that you're bad. Right. I, you know, that's the thing, like, um, cause I was talking to my wife about that and she said, it's completely reversed now. Like you are guilty until you can prove that you are innocent Correct. and that's not the way it's supposed to work. No, no, it's not. And, and it goes all the way down to, you know, the district attorneys who are not prosecuting people that commit violence because, uh, it's, the, it's the their race fault. or, you know, whatever I said, cause it's the car's fault. Exactly. Well, well, the new DA in Manhattan, yeah. um, you know, obviously Soros funded, but he came out yesterday and sent a letter and it just crazy saying, if you stick a gun in somebody's face in Manhattan right now, okay, you walk up to somebody and you stick a gun in their face, but you don't pull the trigger. You should get no jail time. You shouldn't even have any charges brought against you. Boy, when are we going to New York? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't get in you without a passport, yeah, right. but, but, but I think it goes back to that whole foundational statement that you can't prosecute somebody because of not because of the actions that they took. You can't prosecute them because of underlying issues. Mm -hmm. They had some kind of trauma. So now mm -hmm. we're not going to be able to prosecute them. Yeah. Well, and that kind of leads into this, uh, this next portion of Malone's, um, interview with Joe Rogan where he was talking about the mass formation psychosis. And that's kind of like the new buzz where I think a lot of people are hearing more and more about this and it's kind of stemming from, wouldn't you say it's stemming from this interview? Oh yeah. Yeah. The three, they, I think the three, I know two for sure. Dr. McCullough and yeah. Malone have mentioned the mass psychosis. So, all right, well, let me just play the clip and then we can, uh, we can discuss it here from 
basically European intellectual inquiry into what the heck happened in Germany in the 20s and 30s. You know, very intelligent, highly educated population, and they went barking mad. Um, and how did that happen? Um, the answer is mass formation psychosis. When you have a society that has become decoupled from each other and has free-floating anxiety and a sense that things don't make sense, we can't understand it, and then their attention gets focused by a leader or a series of events on one small point, just like hypnosis, they literally become hypnotized and can be led anywhere. And one of the aspects of that phenomena is the people that they identify as their leaders, the ones typically that come in and say, you have this pain and I can solve it for you. I and I alone okay, can fix this problem for you. Okay? Then they will lead, they will follow that person. through. It doesn't matter whether they lie to them or whatever. The data are irrelevant. And furthermore, anybody who questions that narrative is to be immediately attacked. They are the other. <clears throat> this is central to mass formation psychosis. And this is what has happened. We had all those conditions. If you remember back before, 2019, everybody was complaining, the world doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. Um, and we're all isolated from each other. We're all on our little tools. We're not connected socially anymore, except through social media. Um, and then this thing happened and everybody focused on it. That is how mass formation psychosis happens. And that is what's happened here. You're going to take it away, Nate. I know you were reading some stuff about this. Yeah, I mean, I think the point he makes is once you achieve this, the data is irrelevant. I think that speaks volumes, um, and that's exactly what we see all over the world right now. They have everybody fixed on this, so any data that goes against what they push, people just don't listen to. It, the hit, you're right, because in the hypnosis point that he makes, yeah. it, it does make sense because why are so many people just so easily convinced that this vaccine is the will save everybody yep. when it clearly isn't doing that. Right. Like the data is clear that it's not working, but yet yeah, people are still, Hey, I got my, I got my booster. Yeah. It's about force feeding people their agenda and that is it. Mm -hmm. And then anything else that anybody comes out and says the opposite of it's looked out as it's looked at as whacked out conspiracy theory, whatever whatever it truly is and it's why we have to be awakened yep. mm -hmm. to the truth uh the they're propagating lies all over the place because they have this already as you mentioned but but what we have to do as an awakened people is to tell people that we know uh listen this is the truth you know one of the things i loved about the glenn beck uh episode that we did um was we had the documents in our hands, like on our devices, but we had our do had the documents. Mm -hmm. Like this was when the signature happened. This yep. is when this is the truth. Now, what the what the elites are telling you is is whatever that they want to tell you. But this is the truth because that guy signed this document on this day, and we have to be messengers of truth in this hour. It's a good point. When Biden did his uh, his conference the other day, talking about how you know, the, the COVID response team and how everybody needs to go and get vaccinated. He didn't provide any data. No, it's no, just no supporting talking. evidence or documentation as to like, here's what we've seen. Here's what we know. Here's how we can prove that it is, is working. He just, just reiterating over and over, get the shot, get the shot, get the shot. Yeah. Never telling you anything to support it. 
No, and that that's the biggest problem I see with all of it is that the people that we're following, that we're gathering info from, the research we're doing on our own is gathering documentation, gathering clips. That's why I hope you like our show um, to bringing you all these different avenues of, of information, but we're bringing it to you and saying, this is where you go find it. This is the data. Well, our, our president or imposter in chief, whatever you want to call him, he's sitting there saying, this is, this is what you need to do. Not a word about documentation, not a word about an article that says that you need to do this because it's helping none, none, but all the people that we're following are bringing on experts, as we just heard, bringing on experts who created this thing and saying, this is the truth. Mm -hmm. And that's why I believe, you know, we talked about Joe Rogan and how, how many followers he switched to Getter and like 8 million followers within the first day. Uh, it's because he's uncovering truth. That's what we're hoping to do on many different fronts, not just one topic. But I, that's, I believe that's the only thing we can do in this hour is bring light to darkness. Absolutely. And, and I think it's important. I think we've said this before. Um, you know, maybe, maybe you were one of the people that were convinced that the vaccines were going to work. And now you realize you've seen the data and you think, hang on a second. That's not what I was told. Good for you. Like, it's okay. It's okay to be, to have been wrong or to have believed something that was wrong before and now realize, ah, now I understand what's going on and I, I see, I'm seeing it differently. That's great. I mean, I think it's at some point we're all going to get to that point and those who never do, it's way too late anyhow right. for them. But it's amazing. Yeah. The truth is right. <laughs> like you said, Nate, when it does it, when things don't make sense, when logic is just like, that just doesn't make any sense. And you know, something's wrong. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I know this ties into quotes that Aaron Rodgers talked about, which I know we're going to get to in a minute. And yep. uh, it sums everything up. It's in that same stream. He's saying the exact same thing that these doctors are saying. Yeah. Well, I'll just play the quote because I mean, it's quick, but man, was it powerful. If science can't be questioned, it's not science anymore. It's propaganda. <laughs> what a great reaction. McAfee just like, yeah. He summed up two years <laughs> of madness right there. Yeah. yeah. I agree. He did. It's like, isn't, isn't the basis of science questioning everything? I don't care what side of this you're on. I don't care if you're lining up for your 18th booster. If, if that statement doesn't hold some truth to you, there's a problem. Like, I don't care if you're in line for your 18th booster. If it can't be questioned, that's a problem. That yeah. is a problem. <laughs> for sure. Because like, like and, and I know Glenn Beck, who we're going to listen to about the uh, the school stuff here in a minute, though. But I mean, he, he's been saying for years now, um, like the sci science is the act of questioning. That That's what science is questioning. Right why how what you know yeah. doing experiments against stuff you already think you know i mean 100 gave a great example today about um people being persecuted whatever however many centuries ago it was when they were saying you know what i think the uh sun revolve or the earth revolves around the sun i don't think the sun revolves around the earth and the leaders then were like away with you yeah yeah you, you can't say that and he said but the leaders then they knew that was true yeah, mm -hmm. they knew that was true, but you couldn't say it. Yep, because yeah. it because it took away from their power. So to come out and say these vaccines aren't going to stop COVID, that takes away from their power. This emergency power that's been in place for two years. Yeah, 
which doesn't seem to be going to go away anytime soon. Because it doesn't fit away. into their agenda. Yep. I love what uh, Aaron Rodgers says also. He says, behind the scenes, many teams have used or recommended the same treatment plans that he used in his recovery. Yeah. It goes to show the hypocrisy. Whoa. Yeah, so yeah. behind the scenes in all those locker rooms, they're still using the stuff that isn't able to be used here Yep. <laughs> uh, at the pharmacy. They're using it all in the locker rooms because they got to make money. And I swear, they, they, they're saying, we, we have to do this. We have to do this. And he's in the locker room. Yep. And he I, sees all of it. Yeah. And I love that he is, he's, he just doesn't care. Right. He'll come straight out and say that. Like, you're not going to hear a lot of these other guys come out and say that because, well, he's just at that level of his his career and his his level of play where he's like okay fine kick me off the team whatever like yeah he just doesn't care anymore and and he's just doing what he knows is right and i think that is interesting because if they're using those early treatment practices that no one else is allowed to even mention right you know that's because the nfl is saying we need these guys on the field or else we're not making money because right. he has a legitimate reason he says he has a allergy to, to, an, to ingredient an ingredient in the vaccine. And then he goes on to say, when did science become this blind agreement and not having any debate over what can actually heal people and work for people? That makes no sense to me. Um, he also has, Roger said that while he has his strong beliefs regarding his position on the vaccine, he takes no issue with those who opt for the shot, which is exactly what we're both yeah, saying. That's yep. what we've been saying. If you want to get it, we're just trying to bring to you what we know and what the documents are showing. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that will look at the data of, well, smoking could lead to lung cancer. I'm going to smoke anyway. That's fine. Yeah. That's right. fine. I, I, I'm not going to condemn you or like ostracize you because you smoke. Yep. Right. Exactly. That's, your, that's your, totally your call. If yep. you want, I mean, go if for it. If you want to eat McDonald's every day, yeah, I go mean, for it. it, it I, you make your own lifestyle choices. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So... Ah, oh, COVID, COVID, COVID. You guys want to stop? Well, the, stop. We're, we're going to stop the COVID, stop the COVID, stop talk, the COVID talk. But, <laughs> but I do want to say, uh, just to everybody watching that we so appreciate what is happening. Um, we've released videos. You're following us. You're subscribing. You're clicking the, the notifications button on YouTube and, and all the other places. And we just really value, um, the discussion, I mean, hundreds of comments coming in on what we're talking about. And so we just want to say thank you for, uh, for being a part of that. If you want to take the next step to go a little deeper, text AGA to 330-619-4497. And uh, you can be one of our insiders. But thank you for sharing, commenting, um, forwarding these videos to people who may not know about the AGA network or about the Awakened uh, show. Uh, we are so excited to see what, what is happening and the growth of, of what we're doing. Yeah. It, and it has been a lot of fun because it's, it's just, it feels like a responsibility that we have the cap capability. We have the technology to get these messages out to the public. And, you know, the more people out there that, that stand up and do their part to, you know, move truth through society, you know, the better off we're going to be. So yeah, like Rob said, share. Yep. Share the messages. Talk to your friends. Have these discussions. Don't be afraid to to get in. Now, if you're getting into an, an argument with somebody you know is doesn't believe in you know your rights and things like that, maybe you don't want to argue with them. But you're going to Starbucks anyway. Yeah. Just buy an extra cup and go sit with somebody and say, <laughs> "Here's some truth. Here's some truth. It may be hard to take, but here's some truth." Yeah. Hey, do you want to watch this 10 minute video with me? Yeah. Exactly. Just watch it with them. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff, and they'll enjoy the coffee. Yep. Yeah, there you go.
I don't know. I'm not a big Starbucks guy. Okay. Well, any, any place you can go to the human being. I, I don't care go. where there you, you go. go, get the human being, but, but go somewhere, grab an extra one when you're there and find somebody and say, Hey, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about what's going on in the world. Because the reason why mass things happen, whether it be psychosis or tragedies or whatever, it's because the majority of the people didn't talk and didn't say anything when the time was okay to do it. And it just, that time disappears. And so share, share, share your getting stuff. The news from Facebook feed. Yeah. 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 Yep. Cut, cut 10 minutes a day out of your scrolling habit and go talk to somebody yep. and watch this video with them. Yep. All right. So I know we're kind of going up against time here yep. uh, for the episode, but we just want to play this clip from Glenn Beck. This is from, I think it was March 21, right? Earlier in the last year. Yeah. March. Okay. Yep. And uh, they were highlighting something that had been, well, I'll just, I'll just let them talk about it and then we can discuss it. Cause it's just, it's interesting to, to hear. In an article from the national review, the board of education in California recently voted unanimously to approve the ethnic studies model curriculum for use in all of the state's public schools. <clears throat> this curriculum the National Review says, is probably the most radical, ideologically loaded educational document ever offered up for public consideration in the free world. Here's why. Students are to be taught that white Christian settlers committed theocide against indigenous tribes when they arrived in the New World by murdering Native American gods and replacing them with the Christian god. According to the curriculum, this replacement ushered in a regime defined by coloniality, dehumanization, and genocide, and the explicit erasure, erasure and replacement of holistic uh, indigenous uh, gods and their humanity. But all is not lost. For students are also going to learn that they have the power and the responsibility to build a social order defined by counter-genocide, which will eventually supplant the last vestiges of colonial Christianity and pave the way for, and I'm quoting, regeneration of indigenous, estimistic, uh, and cultural futility, uh, uh, futurity, I can't a future that is is has the old gods and is culturally in line with what the indigenous people wanted to do. Uh, That'll so make your blood boil. It does. It does. But you know, it's from March, so we want to clarify that that's when it was. You you stated that, but some things have happened since then. Uh, this is this was not an back in March. It wasn't like this theory. Like they passed it. It's in the schools in California. You wonder why we're having issues. <laughs> You wonder why we're having issues in California? It's because of this nonsense being done in the buildings. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about what they're going to do, Nate? Yeah, the curriculum what would they be, are doing. it would go to nearly 10,600 public schools in the state of California that serve 6.2 million students. Oh my gosh. K through 12. Kindergarten. Can you put, I can't even fathom that. Chapter five of the nearly 900 page curriculum offers nine pages of affirmations, chants, and energizers meant to bring the class together, build unity around ethnic studies, principles, and values, and reinvigorate the class following a lesson. So we're going to summon 
the dark world <laughs> yep. into the classroom. It's what it is. We're something they played on on this on this clip. They played uh, the what they're actually saying. It's in the transcript of, of the clip of what they're actually saying, and they're summoning spirits from another realm to come into the classroom to foster equity. And so during, during these lessons, the names of these Aztec gods are collectively invoked 20 times, four times each, in other words, summoning. Throughout the prayer, the suit reads, they are honored and praised by repeatedly invoking their respective names, followed by the mention of various attributes and principles relating to these Aztec gods. The prayers ask for things like beautiful knowledge, becoming more realized human beings, as well as strength that allows us to transform and renew. And then, um, does it say in there, uh, some of these gods? Yeah. So the gods that they're worshiping, this is what they're attributed to. And this is documented. This is truth. The Aztec gods were worshiped with brutal human sacrifice, including ripping the beating heart out of a victim. Hmm. Aztec worship is associated with black magic, cannibalism, bloodletting, and the flaying of victims' bodies to provide a skin suit worn as golden clothes by Aztec priests. Victims' hearts were often burned in offering, and the dead bodies then fed to animals or eaten by the people. Other victims were fastened to frames and shot full of arrows, with their blood dripping down like the fertile spring rains. You know, just hearing that description and then thinking about, you know, the white settlers coming over with their Christian God, I'm sure these indigenous people were like, wait, what? Your God is good? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he doesn't do any of that. We throw people off of the pyramids. Yeah. I, I I'm sure it wasn't like a you will worship our Christian God. They probably I well actually I know because I'm reading a history book about it right now, but they just told them the good news, right? Yeah. Shared the gospel with them and and in many cases lived with them. We have yes. in our own area here yep. where where they came and settled and lived with the Indians mm -hmm. and learned how to do things with them. And, and said, listen, this is how we're going to evangelize the West. Yeah, I mean, we can offer you freedom. Yeah, we can offer you freedom. So, so we've, got, we've got millions. How many million? Can you pull that up 6 again? 6.2. 6.2 yeah, million students who are chanting to Aztec gods, summoning those spirits into the classroom uh, to benefit our education system. And obviously this is approved by the unions and all of that. If you have a child... In California, in a public school, and they are doing this, your responsibility is to remove them as fast as possible, to find a Bible-believing church and cast that off of them, <laughs> whatever they've chanted yes. to become on them, you remove that uh, from them, find a pastor, call the number, connect with us, we'll get it off of them. And then you need to get them into a place where they're actually going to be not summoning demons every day and, uh, and connected to just some decent life. Are you kidding? Like this is nonsense. We're the, the state of California and subsequently I'm sure other states are passing this agenda, summoning demons into classrooms. It's insane. And even if people don't believe us, just, I think, will you link this video? Oh yeah, he yeah. goes on to explain that. Yeah, way yeah, more it's a much. It's, it's about a twelve-minute video. Yep, total. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah you got to watch the whole thing. But 
the key the key is if you're there okay and then let's say let's say you're there but your kids are in a private school and not dealing with all this which is great but you need to run for office for the school board in california and you need to say this nonsense isn't happening on my watch and you need to remove those people who sign on to this and it can be done it's been done here uh, on many different occasions but i'm saying all across the country and all around the world for all of you we've gotten tons of comments from other countries mm -hmm. and amazing thank you for watching but you need to do whatever you can in your area to to fight the good fight of being available to be used to be elected to run for office and bring some kind of sanity to this insane world kind of goes back to nate earlier again saying it doesn't make sense like there was such a push to get religion out of schools. They wanted the Bible, God, out of schools, out of the Pledge of Allegiance. And now all of a sudden it's in the curriculum to worship Aztec gods? Yeah, they weren't trying to remove religion. They were trying to remove God, Christianity. God, Christianity. Yeah. They want religion. In it, um, I, just read. No, you're, you're right. You're, you're absolutely <laughs> right. They want religion. They just don't want but they, the God religion. So they call it religion, though. You know what I mean? Like when they're trying yeah. to get Christianity out of the school, they say, well, we don't want religion in the schools. Right. Yeah. Well, the terminology, yeah. and it's all, it's all focused around unity. <laughs> like that's all the lingo they use mm -hmm. is unity, togetherness. Like this is what this is all about. And if you go back to a previous video we did a while ago, talking about the one world religion, mm. that's exactly the same thing they're saying. Unity, togetherness, yeah. like let's gather around this. Yeah. And, and we're seeing it, in, in public documents, again, this is documented 900 page curriculum. Yep. You can go get it. Uh, it's there and they're doing all of this and perpetrating it on young skulls full of mush who are supposed to be being taught things that can benefit the community as a whole going forward. And we're teaching them as kindergartners to summon demons. And we don't think we're going to have a problem when they're 12th graders <laughs> yeah. the thought I or when they go into the world. Uh -huh. Yeah. And the thought I had instantly is if this did go through and every school in California is teaching this, how many parents would actually know this was being taught? I don't know, but yeah. it's a scary thought. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is one, one blessing of COVID was that the, what the schools were teaching the kids, all of a sudden it was in parents' living rooms and yeah. they overheard it. Yep. And that's how critical race theory got, you know, exposed so prominently. And now everybody knows what's Very going true. on. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's a huge, it's a huge opportunity. I believe, even though it's nonsense and craziness, it's a huge opportunity to voice your opinion and to say, this is, this is the truth. Yeah. This is what it is. Yep. Oh, well, that was, that was some fun topics today, guys. <laughs> rapid fire <laughs> news, uh, rapid fire, uh, craziness Just, going on all around the world. It's going on. It is, man, I'll tell you what, but we're going to, you know, we'll be back with more next week. Uh, make sure you just, you know, keep commenting on the videos, keep communicating, you know, cause we'll be in there talking with you guys. Uh, everybody else who's commenting, you know, you kind of have conversations back and forth. We will have a new community where everybody can gather, uh, coming soon. Mm -hmm. I'll just kind of put that out there now, but yeah. we'll talk more about that in the coming weeks. Um, I'll kind of 
wrap it all up with that. Rob, do you want to do the insider number one more yep. time? Become an insider with AGA Network. You can text AGA to 330-619-4497. We'd love to have you be a part of our insiders. And as that new platform gets launched for us, uh, we'd love to be able to send you direct messages to get you to that platform so that we can connect with you even further. So, hey, thanks for thanks for joining us and watching what we're doing.